1: And welcome back to no other pod. I don't know what week of quarantine we're in now because another one, (laughs) another one. Uh, Time is not a real thing. But uh, as always, construct. Yeah, as always, I'm Jimmy, and and he's Dan. Dan, I see we're on Zoom, so I see I see what you got going on there with your uh, Chiefs Super Bowl champion shirt. So yeah,
2: I got it on. I should have should have worn my Dustin Colquitt jersey that I do not have. But uh, quit sad day for that man. Yeah, no longer with the Chiefs. I met him one time, and did uh, you really? I hear he's just the best. He was a
1: very, very nice person. Seemed just like a genuinely decent human. So I
2: love the uh, I love the sibling rivalry that that's that some sports get to take part in, like the Beeslers in MLS mm-hmm. and the Colquitts in the NFL. I always like to see and the professional kicking uh, parents dream. whenever they played each other. Like uh, like the mom had like a half Broncos half Chiefs jersey on one time. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, Dustin was a was a very nice guy. Um, I also met Tony Gonzalez that night. He was also a uh, Ooh, a nice Lamb person. Falcons great. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Tony was a little bit a little bit more wild. I would say he he had he had oh, okay. thrown a few back by the time I met him. And um, it was at like a charitable event, and he was given a, a speech about like honoring a, 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 a I guess at this point he was a young man, but was you know when he was playing like a boy that he had kind of come to know through this charitable organization and they kind of developed a friendship and whatnot. But he was drunk during the speech and was making like masturbation jokes. And oh, it was very wow. uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, Doing the dirty bird, you know.
1: He didn't he didn't do the dirty bird, but uh, he was, <laughs> he, he had thrown some back. But he was nice to us when we met him. So, you know, hey. Huh. But, uh, you know, Dustin was very nice, looked very sharp, had like a nice suit on and, just very buttoned up and professional
2: and, and a nice person so well let me ask you this we're in we're in week 97 of quarantine now <laughs> how are you are you how are you keeping up with your eyebrow uh game are you trimming your eyebrows
1: i don't really have eyebrows to begin with you don't have eyebrows I got a,
2: i got eyebrows like an old man
1: i do have eyebrows but my hair is so light like when it's like you can see you've met me in person mm. or you can see on zoom right now like my hair <laughs> it's like a lightish red color but it it like gets a yeah. little darker the thicker it is my eyebrows are the same yeah. color but there's so little of it that it almost looks like i don't
2: have eyebrows so that's why we call you big gingy it works out man it's the first time someone's called me that but i'll okay <laughs> <laughs> no, i don't think anyone calls you that nope it's probably offensive probably <laughs> but you know well i could braid my eyebrow hair And I'm like, babe, I'm not going to be in any selfies with you until I can take care of this eyebrow situation. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these people who are like, open up the country. I need to get my hair done. I need to get my eyebrows did. It's not a big deal. If it comes to it, I'll just, you know, give them a little snip snip. You know, I've seen, they've done it enough at the barbershop where I think I could do it myself. But uh, I'm like, no, I can't be in any pictures right now. Look at this. I can comb them down and I can like see them. See now,
1: I, to be fair, I, I can't see it from here. Now no, this you isn't can't see the it. super highest quality video per se, but right. I can't see them. It's an old laptop, sure. But you know, if uh, <laughs> if Marissa's got to wax them, then you know that's what it comes to. Jeez. And so, <laughs> the whole thing,
2: yeah. So I got alopecia. Sure, why not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they'll grow back eventually.
2: Well, um, that's where it's at, and I'm cool. I'm gonna let the hair grow out. I told you I'm gonna do that. But the eyebrows are a serious problem. Not growing facial hair because I don't want to be a uh, I don't want to be a, a bush of COVID-19. Yeah. I don't want to carry it around on my face. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when I have facial hair, I don't know about you, but I play with it. That's, and I'll just touch it all the time.
1: I can not really grow facial hair that much. So I've never really mm-hmm. tried. I tried for like the first two weeks of quarantine. I was like, oh, this is like my chance to see what happens if I grow a beard. <laughs> this is my chance. And I waited about two weeks and it was like not very, like it, it was growing in, but it like it wasn't very thick and it was like more itchy mm-hmm. than it was worth. And I was like, I'm not doing this so yeah because it was taking too you long
2: younger without it, it
1: yeah it, but it was taking too long to get from that like annoying like tickly itchy point to like where it fills in to where it doesn't do that anymore and i, I would have been stuck in that face for like i think probably like two weeks and i was like it's i'm not doing this so
2: fair enough but Th- these are real world problems man and i'm just telling you <laughs> a lot of people are out there with guns and masks and they, they're mm-hmm. like i need to get my hair done yeah. open the company or uh, over the country i will shoot something what are the guns for? I don't. Can we, t- can we touch on that? What are the guns for? I don't
1: for? know. That's something that I think we, we we might have mentioned it before, and I it every time I see it. Like, what, what do you? Okay. Are you gonna shoot the virus? It's like yeah, I don't. I, I don't understand.
2: Is that supposed to scare like the politicians or something? Like I'm, I will shoot you. It's just angry because white people, right people that feel
1: like they're oppressed, and it's not about the virus. It's about liberty and guns, and then you know. Well, just, well, I'll
2: tell you what it is. It's a slap in the face to every nurse and doctor that's out there mm-hmm. working unspeakable hours which I I'd like to take a minute right now. Anyone listening right now? I know we got some nurses out there that listen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and some doctors. Doctors, thank you so much for like for doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I couldn't do it, man. Yeah. I <laughs> I worked a sales job one time, had to be on my feet for 8 hours a day. I was like, "Oh, this sucks." Mm-hmm. And nurses are like, "Hold my beer." Yeah. <laughs> you know. So well, just uh, it's crazy.
1: And even obviously healthcare workers we can't thank enough, but but I also want to make sure we acknowledge anybody who's been considered an essential worker of any sort you know if you work if you work as a grocery grocery store employee a drugstore employee um liquor stores definitely liquor (laughs) stores but like you know i work for um local government city government and like people got to pick up trash like trash doesn't stop so like all of the people who work um, you know on the trash trucks people still got to make sure that water is safe so anybody who works at like a water quality lab That's right. all of these people that like you don't really think about because you don't see that much um, but like they don't get to work from home because you can't do water sampling you know from your desk I get to sit here at my desk with my three monitors and I can do my job from here and it's fine it's um, a good point but these people you,
2: you don't think about those people as often right
1: and you know they're Especially right now, thank them. But like, just think about every day. Like even when there's not a pandemic going on, like the shitty germs and viruses that like people work in, like trash service or water quality or sanitation that they face every single day. That like, they're willing to go do that stuff because that's what needs to get done. So I just think it's important to, you know, obviously the healthcare providers, you know, emergency responders and all that stuff. But I I just want to make sure that we shout out to all the other people who are keeping society going that probably don't get acknowledged as much as they should.
2: That's crazy. I tell you what, though, whenever I go to the grocery store, Costco, Whole Foods, wherever I I thank them, you know, I, I Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people are thanking them, Yeah. uh, but I'm always like, Hey, thank you. And I know they can only see my eyes. Right. So I try to emote, With my eyes, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I don't like, I have an angry resting face. So I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to show them that I have a resting face.
1: Yeah. Them and and even like restaurant employees. Like, I know you, there's, you can argue like, are restaurants like truly essential or not? But like, I haven't gone and gotten takeout a lot during this time because I'm, people are mostly going to the grocery store, but I have a couple times. And, and, and the way I do it is because pizza delivery. Yeah. I, I haven't even done that. But there's a couple of restaurants that, Um, I've gone to enough, there are local restaurants around here. I've gone to enough for like, I kind of know some of the people that work there and not only is the food really good, but like, I know that they're probably taking a big hit on like tips and stuff that they normally would get during this time. So, you know, if you do have a local restaurant or, or some sort of establishment that you go to, um, when things are normal, that you feel safe picking up takeout food from, Hit them up and and consider leaving a tip that's a little bit bigger than normal because I'm sure their sales have taken a hit and in a state like Missouri at least minimum wage for a tipped job is like two and a half bucks an hour so they really do rely on tips for their
2: their living. Um, well, so. and I'm in that mindset. If you have like a favorite local restaurant, why aren't you ordering from them? If you want them to be there when this is all over, mm-hmm. then you will you will take care of them. Yeah, you know what I mean and. I still keep I still keep up with a lot of uh, a lot of Chicago stuff for living up there for a bit. Uh I'm sure I mentioned that every podcast. Yeah, I lived in Chicago for a bit. And we we really fell in love with a lot of different restaurants and like one of them just flat out closed and they're like we don't know if we'll survive this. Yeah. Uh we'll see. But we can't pay our people to be here and uh yeah. it was a delicious pizza place. Had some vegan stuff, had some regular pizza. And they're not doing it, so yeah, it's Makes tough.
1: Some of them just can't like. I ha, there's a really good Indian food restaurant that I like here in uh, in Lee Summit. It's kind of like a Chipotle style casual restaurant, but instead of Mexican food, it's mm-hmm. Indian food. It's really good, and yeah, they just they just closed because they're like we we aren't going to be able to financially survive staying open this whole time, and also kind of like yeah. by nature of their restaurant, it's a little easier for a national chain like Chipotle because they already have an app, you can do online ordering, all that stuff but for a a small one-off restaurant that like their whole business model is reliant on like you going in and customizing the bowl that you want, it makes it a little harder to do takeout, carry out all that stuff. So I don't know, man, I just, uh, you know, if if you're able to, um, and and you are supporting local restaurants, just think about giving a little bit extra of a tip. I even saw on social media. Um, some people I follow, they were doing what they called the leftover challenge and there's like 80,000 different social media challenges going on right now. But, um, (laughs) I was like, that's kind of a cool idea. If if, if supporting local businesses and and restaurants is, is kind of something that you care a lot about, they're like, order two meals instead of one and just, like, have leftovers for the next day. And, like, maybe you can do something creative with it as far as, like, reinventing it into a new meal or whatnot. But just think about, like, eh, if I normally go out here once every week or every other week and, and I'm only getting here once a month, maybe maybe order a meal for tonight and then a leftover meal for tomorrow to just kind of help them out a little bit. So
3: hmm. just a, Interesting. a thought.
1: so. But I know that's tough because a lot of people,
2: you know, themselves are worried about their finances right now. So, Sure. I mean, I had a baseball fly through my window today, so that's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it wasn't. Yeah, I know. I told you about it. But let me tell the people real fast. A lawnmower launched a baseball through our basement window. We got to get a whole new door, man. Yeah. A whole new door.
1: Yeah. I was thinking that. At first, maybe it was like Bobby Warshaw found you. Finally, heard all your takes and just got oh, mad and shit. it's coming for you. But
2: well, this baseball was effed up, man. It was mangled like crazy, and you know those lawnmowers are going like sixty miles an hour. They don't pay attention what they're running over. So I blame the kids next door that never pick up their shit. Yeah, it could be. So oh, were you guys like God.
1: in the house when it happened? And you just like projectile comes flying through your window, smashing it.
2: Well, it's downstairs, and we're both upstairs, okay. so we each asked each other are you all right like we thought yeah. the other one dropped something and so she went downstairs and was like so the glass is shattered i was like what and we look out Jeez. and there's like six lawnmowers tackling the the middle school behind us and i'm like well that's absolutely what happened yeah. so marissa tries to flag them down <laughs> but what if we weren't home we we wouldn't have known we would have found the baseball and would have maybe put two and two together right. but Just thank goodness we're working from home, I guess. And thank goodness you
1: weren't down there and didn't like hit you or get cut with glass or whatnot,
2: or dogs or something. Yeah, Uh, there are doors though. We we have it sealed off. There's these little parlor doors. It's our workout space. So that's good.
1: Um, Nothing crazy. Well, yeah. I I mean, obviously, there's no real sports news to talk about this week other than
2: you want to read a pod review we
1: do yeah so i want to i want to make sure we hit this review we got a new review this week so let's hit that
2: and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll do a little talking about some other stuff it's great stuff man people leaving reviews in a in, in a hear me out it's a word that's been f- used far too much unprecedented times a lot of people <laughs> saying unprecedented times i'm yeah. like just stop i'm done hearing unprecedented yeah uh low low bird boy all right, just uh, <laughs> about a day ago. He or she, well, probably he, Bird Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's a great name. The Best Fan Podcast. All right. Good start. Five stars. No other pod is the best fan podcast, if you didn't see that in the title. <laughs> As they talk sporting, MLS, or any relevant national news. These guys are the best. And don't charge you $5 a month and not post in quarantine because there's no soccer. Woo! My SKC experience is incomplete without them. Sorry, I breezed over that middle section. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you mean. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that is, uh, dude, that's high praise again. I'll take Thank it. Thank you, Lolo Bird Boy.
1: I'll take it. Thank you, Lolo Bird Boy. Thank you for uh, everybody else that has left us a review. If you haven't left us a review, get on there, five stars uh, if you
2: feel so inclined. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Those are good words, man. People are listening. And right now, these might be our most important podcasts ever because people need things to do. I mean, yeah. I, for one, am binging tons of stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. Yeah. I've got like two WrestleManias left to watch and I've seen them all. <laughs> you know, I just watched that Beastie Boys documentary. I I just started Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. Okay, I don't. It is what not that even is. the type of genre I get into. Reese Witherspoon, uh, it kind of tackles race relations and status and Sounds you know intense. white privilege. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Because when I I'm think only of two uh, in, so maybe it I was going to say when I think of actors who are in quality
2: shows about race relations, I think Reese Witherspoon. Oh, why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it was based off like a book or something. I was like, yeah, check it out. Yeah, Disney promoted it, so why not? Yeah, I'm sure okay. it's great.
1: Yeah, I um, I and kind of on a movie kick right now i I, I, mm-hmm. I went through a bunch of shows um and i was like man like i have this thing about like netflix movies uh not netflix no right now i have my cousins and i we have like a media server that we all share so like if one of us buys a movie we can upload the digital copy to this media server and so like if one of us buys that a movie, like we all buy a movie. no it's not Limewire. it's called plex <laughs> it's a legal thing you criminal no it's a legal thing it's it's a it's called plex media server um and we just all like, so technically, we're family, so we're just like, yeah, you know, if one of us buys a movie, it's like four of us that use it, so it's not a like big operation. Um, That's pretty cool. But I, I mentioned I went through the Harry Potter movies because I had never seen yes. those, That's and right. then I was like, I guess I should watch the Fantastic Beasts movies now because that makes you sense. Like those? I did. So, but here's what I didn't pretty know: cute. I didn't know it's a, like a planned five movie series. I thought it was just the two so like I'm, i thought it
2: was just the one until the second one came out yeah so <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm watching the second one and i'm like it's like a two hour and 10 minute movie and i'm two hours into it and i'm like damn there's a lot to wrap up in these last 10 minutes like what is someone's gotta kill grindelwald like they haven't even gone back to dumbledore like what is going on and then all of a sudden it ends and i was like what and then i looked it up and i was like oh there's three more movies that are supposed to come out between now and 2025 and I'm just like, well, I don't know that I wanted to commit to something that was going to keep me for the next five years. You did. You're in now.
2: <laughs> you're in. So, because here's. Because now when it comes out, you're not going to be like, man, I can't see that. Right. No, you will see it. No, I'm not. Because have to you see see it. saw the others.
1: Yeah. But here's the ironic part is like the reason I started watching movies is because I have this weird thing with TV shows where I'm like, man, this is a big commitment to like start it at like an eight season TV show. That's so many hours of your life that you're committing to. Little did I know I That's just tough. committed to watching movies over the next five years.
2: That's that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but like I, I I dipped into some Netflix originals and I checked out um Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. It's like a Michael Bay action boner movie. I, I feel like Michael Bay shoots those movies and he's like, Oh yeah, actually, he just gets excited. They're all the same. They're like action and action and explosions. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They look amazing, but it's never a great movie. No. And then I saw Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg. Also bad. Okay. Also bad, and last one I watched Extraction, with our guy Chris Hemsworth.
1: Okay, I've heard some things the about director, that one.
2: The director was a former stuntman, so you know it's like going to be wild. Yeah, Hmm. And it was. It was pretty wild.
1: Okay, well, yeah, I uh, I don't know what I'm going to watch now that I've uh, I've finished Fantastic Beasts. So I guess I'm going to get. Well, do you have Apple TV? I do because Beastie Boys. Okay. See, I like i like music documentaries but like i was Mm -hmm. i I know beastie boys music but i was never a huge beastie boys fan per se so i wasn't sure if i'd like really get into it
2: well because they started really before you and i were a thought i mean they really started like early 80s you know so we never really heard their stuff until a lot of the newer stuff like intergalactic planetary you know
1: we missed like peak beastie boys but,
2: right, but you heard it. You still heard still Brass Monkey. Yeah. You still heard Sabotage yeah. and Fight for Your Right. I mean, come on. Right. So It's cool, though. It's pretty cool. I'll
1: add it to the list. I know I, I definitely want to watch Succession because I haven't watched that yet, and I've heard a lot of good things about Succession.
2: So good. Got delayed now. Of course, it's delayed. Yeah.
1: Um. Obviously, I'm watching Westworld, although I didn't watch this most recent episode, so no spoilers. I'm going to watch this, that tonight. This could be a Westworld podcast, I tell you that. Yeah. I have some thoughts on Westworld Season 3, I'm going to say, because... It is not the same show as Westworld season one and two. Oh.
2: Well, get excited for like three more seasons, they greenlit. Right.
1: But it just is like, I'm not saying season three is bad. It's good. But like if you look at what season one was and what season three is, I'm like, this is a totally different show.
2: That's a whole new world. So They've reinvented themselves um, and you're still equally entertained.
1: I do think season one of Westworld is one of the top, conservatively I can say top 10 for sure, but like might be one of the top five best single seasons of television that was ever created. Sure
2: because it feels like a game it's like Red Dead Redemption or something you know and just
1: it's so smart and the way they tie it to, I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't watched it but like the way that like the reveals at the end of like what's actually been happening you're like instantly the second the last episode of season one ends you you immediately feel I have to go back and rewatch this entire season because now that I know I what happened, it'll make a lot more sense
2: I always love that they take popular music and put it into like a piano song mm-hmm. it's so cool yeah you're like it's is that Nirvana cool.
1: <laughs> yeah um, I don't know. It's cool. So, and then obviously the last dance been watching that on ESPN. So that is fun. That's great. That's a good one. Um, that's another one where like, you know, Jordan was drafted into the NBA four or five years before I was born. Um, yeah. and then I was like three years old, four years old during their first three peat in the early nineties. So obviously I don't remember that. I have vague memories of the second three peat with like the Rodman, uh jordan pippen bulls um but it's really cool to see this sort of behind the scenes look at not even just that last season because they kind of build this as like it's a look into that last season but they're doing a pretty good job of like going back even to years before that last season and sort of explaining how they got there
2: yeah I, i work with a guy from chicago and he's he's like 23 years old uh 22 maybe and he's uh He's watching it, and he's always been a Bulls fan. But he's like, "Ah, just wish I was, you know, alive for that." You know, right? Because they he haven't done born
1: jack shit since Jordan left.
2: It's a bad deal, man. But hey, I One got my Eastern Bulls Conference final Kirk Heinrich jersey, so I'm good to go. <laughs>
1: Kirk Heinrich, Ben Gordon, Ku man. You know, yeah,
2: that's. Uh,
1: I don't know, but it's really interesting. Um, so I, I'm I'm enjoying that. But I know there is uh, Sporting KC has has put out a, a little bit of content yes, to watch because if
2: you're here. You're a Sporting KC fan, presumably. Probably, we Sporting KC podcast. So you would, <laughs> you wouldn't think that.
1: Yeah, um, Sporting KC has put out some content. I guess I'll just say real quick before we jump into the content because I have a lot of things to say about that. Just a quick COVID update for what's going on with MLS. Um, the MLS primary transfer window has been temporarily put on hold and suspended. Um, the The primary transfer window was set to open. Uh, are set to open through may 5th Um, the secondary transfer window um, was set to open on july 7th but those windows are paused so there won't be any transfer action Um, mls said obviously you know we're not coming back until at least june and don garber said everything's on the table as far as trying to play a full season versus a a round robin tournament versus everything so long story short we don't know yet they're trying to get mls but we just
2: don't know we're hanging in there and you know what? I for one applaud the club for you know getting a little creative in this time. Like when you, mm-hmm. I feel that when you have a job on a soccer club, you you know you do your daily duties. You don't expect something like this to happen. And now, boom! You're thrown through the ringer, and you're having daily meetings. Like, hey, brainstorm right now. What can we do to keep our fans engaged? And yep. dude, they've got everything from decade-specific crossword puzzles to coloring books to now my personal favorite a, a game night it's mm-hmm. like this game show that benny failhaber hosted it was episode one it came out like uh two days ago i think monday night and uh i for one was very entertained
1: yeah so you watched it first and i was like oh this, this sounds good and then i went to log on and i was like 36 minutes that is so long i don't want to watch a video for commit. 36 minutes and so i was like i'll just watch a little bit of it and i'll probably get the point i was surprised like Five minutes in, I was hooked. Were you I was laughing? Like, okay? I was laughing. I laughed. Uh, I mean, um, these are made me laugh. So, it, the the format is Benny's the host, and he's wearing like a bow tie and a suit jacket. He's got like a tux he's, on. He's probably got no <laughs> pants on, but you know, it's. I hope not. You just see it from the, the chest up. So, you know, it's good. So, he's the host. And then the four contestants this week, I assume there'll be different players every week, maybe. But the contestants this week were Tim Melia, Matt Beasler, Roger Espinoza, and Graham Zussi and there's a point counter
2: sorry they are gonna have like four episodes and then the winners from those four episodes will do like a finals okay
1: there you go um because they are keeping track of points even though the scoring system's a little dude
2: it reminds me of whose line is it anyway what whose line is anyway where the points don't matter at the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Everything's made
1: up, and the points don't matter. And Benny Fellhopper's <laughs> just like throwing out points, like he's like a thousand Roger,
2: points to Zusi.
1: <laughs> right. Roger Espinoza introduces himself, and he's like, "Hi there. You know, I'm, I'm my name's Roger Espinoza, and I've uh, been in the country for 22 years." And Benny's like, "Point to Roger for being in the country for 22 years." And it's like, okay. <laughs> and, and then Beazler's like, been, "Yeah, yeah." Beazler's like, "I'm Matt Beazler, and I've been in the country for 33 years." And Benny's he's like, "Point to Beazler for being in the country for 33 years," <laughs>
2: so and Zusi was getting a little competitive. He's like, "Why does he get a point?" Right, like at one time, he's just like I should get two points because I did this. Zeus <laughs> like showed a wants little to more win. Yeah, he showed a little more personality in this than I think you typically see. I kind of caught on that Beazler and Zeus are pretty, pretty smart dudes, and Tim and Roger are a little questionable with some things. Tim,
1: I felt like was just there, like to cause anarchy. At Bro, least for he the was going to say some
2: stuff, and his wife was like next to him and was like, "Don't say that." Right. And Benny Like, was trying to we want you on. to have a job.
1: <laughs> yeah, because one of the questions... So, like, they do different... If you haven't watched it, you should go watch it. But, like, they do different categories. So, one of them was, like, SKC knowledge. And one of them was, like, general knowledge. And a bunch of different stuff. And uh, one of the questions was, like, write down a word or a phrase that describes Peter after a win and a word or a phrase that describes Peter after a loss. And Benny's like, the things that make me laugh are going to get the points. So, Tim writes something that you can't see and starts, like, laughing... And then he looks, and he can tell he's talking to his wife. And then Tim's like, "My wife tells me I can't say that." And Benny's like, "Well, you have to say it now. Like, it's gonna get points <laughs> if she says you can't say it." And he's like, "No, I, I can't." So he erases it. But I really want to know what he was gonna say. So, it was amazing. It was so funny. Um, I just thought all around it was really done well. Um, they were making fun of each other, which was was kind of fun. They had like little pop ups that would say like little quips, um, like in little thought bubbles. And so, like, when Zusi was like, you know, my name's Graham Zusi and I'm from Florida, like, a little pop up pops up that's like, if I was from Florida, I don't think I'd tell anybody. And so they had like little funny things like that. Um, yeah, it was kind of messed up. Um, then all of a sudden, Tim's mic wasn't working. Tim was on mute for far too long and they kept telling him, hey, we can't hear you. You're on mute. And, it, and it, Tim I, I don't know if Tim was drunk or what, because they were all drinking the whole time. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and, Tim and who was just knows like, how long they actually filmed. Like, they might have filmed long enough to have a few. <laughs>
1: Right at one point, you see Roger look like he goes and refills his drink. Um,
2: All of a sudden, Roger's gone. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah. When you gotta Tim's go. You just gotta trying to go. Face
1: FaceTime old teammates the whole time. Like he tries to call Ike. Ike didn't answer. Then he calls Seth and just holds Seth on FaceTime on his phone up to the Zoom camera the entire time. And Benny was pretty much ignoring Seth the whole time. Yeah. But you could see Seth was just continuing to play along either way.
2: I think Benny was ignoring him because Seth, this is a Sporting KC thing. Go do things with New England <laughs> Revolution. Get the hell out of here.
1: Yeah. But uh, it was pretty fun. My favorite – I think the thing that made me laugh – there were a couple things that made me laugh pretty hard. They did this really long word problem that was like a math word problem. And it was like
2: – It wasn't even t- that long. It was so easy.
1: It was It was really easy. But it was like 28 players are on your roster. A quarter of them are hurt, which then Benny's like, which isn't that far off from what happened last year. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like – of the remaining players, a third of them are suspended for yellow card accumulation, and obviously Roger is one of them. Including Raj. Yeah, and then he's like, and then one other player's hurt. So how many subs do you have left? And what made me laugh is the correct answer was two. So Beesler holds up two, but Peter only uses one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that got me pretty good. I cackled. I was like,
1: oh. Like, I, if anybody can get away with something like that, it's probably bees. But But if
2: Peter saw it too, he'd be like, yeah, probably. that's probably
1: true um so that was pretty funny and the other thing that made me laugh is halfway Roger
2: said 13 and it's like you didn't listen to the question Roger right right like his math was right except you just didn't listen to instructions right I was questioning myself I was like this feels too easy why are they why are they thinking too hard there was that none of them knew when Pearl Harbor Day was yeah Um, I had the December 7th right, but I didn't have the year I was trying to play along too you know
1: 1941, a day that will live in infamy. I think um, I said 42. Yeah. Yeah, you and Zusi. Mm-hmm. But the oh, other thing Zussi's
2: that handsome. I'll take it. He is. <laughs> uh,
1: the other thing that made me laugh though was when halfway through I was like, these cheap asses couldn't pay 15 bucks for Zoom because there's a limit on if you have three or more people, um, you can only have a call for 40 minutes. And halfway through, you hear Tim. He's like, Hey, Benny, we uh, we got to log off and log back on because we're about to hit our time limit. Is that I'm all you sorry. have to do?
2: Just log off and log back on?
1: Uh yeah, you just need to create a new meeting. That's but, super easy. Yeah. But I was just like the club couldn't spend 15 bucks for 1 month of Zoom so they could not have to log off and log on again.
2: Yeah. But dude, it makes me want to do something like that, like a like a no other pod uh trivia Zoom night or something like that. It just I don't know, it started giving me ideas of fun things to do.
1: Be fun. I'm sure it was a lot of work, like researching all of it and getting it all set up. And none of these five did it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um,
2: but I don't know. It's pretty funny. Check it out. So, for sure, I enjoyed it. Um, I was surprised. I I knew something like that was coming. I had seen them talk about it, but then I, I, once I got about halfway through it, I was like, "This is genuine content. I'm really enjoying this."
1: Yeah, I think Seth might have said something bad about Peter that they cut out because, like. Seth yeah, Tim was holding up the phone when Seth wrote something about what describes Peter after a loss, and as he's holding it up, it cuts away, and it's like we're just going to skip this one. And it said uh, that
2: too, right? It said it said that on screen, like we're just going to skip yeah. Seth's answer. Yeah,
1: and I tried to read what it was, like I was like zooming in and like trying to read it, and all I could see was <laughs> the fir- over here. Right. The first half of the sentence says takes it out on the player that did dot dot dot, and I couldn't see what the second half of the sentence was. But- gotcha
2: well it uh you know these had a funny one to that didn't he what uh god what did he say
1: oh strap it on for the meeting yeah what <laughs> you, better said. Str- you better strap in strap in for this meeting yeah um and zeusie said peter after a loss he's like everybody's gonna get traded yeah so. everybody's
2: <laughs> trade bait is what he. everybody's said. trade bait yeah and then he then zeusie also wrote uh benny drinks his own urine <laughs> He did. Drinks his unprompted. OP. <laughs> unprompted for no. And literally held it there for like twenty seconds because <laughs> Benny wasn't paying attention. Right. <laughs> and I think he might
1: have got a point for that. <laughs> Probably. Somehow Tim at one point had like negative seven points
2: and ended up coming back to win the whole thing. Yeah. But that was <laughs> unbelievable because I don't know if I would want to see Tim in the finals. I think I wanted Beasler to be there at the end.
1: Yeah, but it's pretty funny. Hey, so.
2: how about Tim nailing the uh, Shaquille O'Neal? missed free throws question yeah, I think Tim might have been cheating. there were some well, shenanigans going on there but it seemed like an outrageous guess because I had nowhere no idea uh, and I'm like, dude, he was that bad
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's hack shack that's where it came from that's crazy so there was that um and then obviously Juan Cousin. you've been I know watching this Juan Cousin and Alexander have been holding the fort down for sporting kC as far as EMLS goes.
2: Yeah, man. Putting up freaking goose eggs on the other team, man. They are... Uh... Let me break this down. I mean, you didn't watch it because you said you really can't get into eSports all that much, right? It's tough for me. I'm trying, but I'm like, man, I just... You got to try harder, Jimmy, because there's nothing else on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, no, I, I, I didn't know how this was going to work. I didn't know the format, and they're announcing the games with, like, Stu Holden, and, and it's a whole it's a whole thing, man. It was just really kind of neat. And the first game... Against the two teams are played by the MLS pros, and then the second game is from the EMLS guys. The, um, okay. And then if there's a, then they take the aggregate score from those games, and if there's a tie, there will be a third game, golden goal rules, so first goal wins, with the MLS pros again. But okay. Kuzain's great, dude. Kuzain's beating people four nothing, five three nothing, mm-hmm. and then Alexander comes in and like Kuzain was just setting him up. Alexander could have just sat back and, and played defense the whole time, you know? Right, yeah. Well, I but think, it's cool. They won both games, and now they're in the final four out of, like, 16 teams that started. They won, like, a combined
1: 11-0, to zero, I think, is what EMLS tweeted out. So, Very neat. Very neat. Um. So, yeah, now I guess, uh, yeah, Sunday, May 17th is when... Uh, they will face off against uh, LAFC striker Adama Diamande and their EMLS player. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the championship of the five-part series will be televised um, on FS1 as well. So, it's just uh, kind of
2: neat, man. Like, so they, they're at least guaranteed one more fixture. And if they win, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. do the championship. But I think, it's for, uh, I think it's for charity. I don't think they win anything by any means. But Probably, how yeah. cool for that kid. Alexander, man, he's never been on this stage. He's never been on Fox Sports One. I just kept thinking how neat for him to be there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So And they did this whole thing remotely, like you and me. Yeah. They they I just think that's so neat.
1: Yeah. They're doing this better than like the NBA did their two K tournament. Like that didn't go quite as well just because like turns out NBA players aren't that good at two K and they're also not very good at like being entertaining while they're talking. Well, and, um,
2: Kuzain's real good, man. I'm impressed. I wouldn't want to play him. Yeah.
1: So it's pretty cool. So shout out to Kuzain and Alexander. You know, I used to um, make
2: fun of my brother all the time when he was going to like uh, Gears of War tournaments and, and Call of Duty tournaments. And I was like, get a job. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Man, Turns out it can be a job. I remember when I
1: was in college, they were, I went to USC in Los Angeles, and it was about a mile away from the Staples Center. Mm-hmm. And the Staples Center is where they would host. The League of Legends World Championships every year. And they would sell out the Staples Center. Let's the Lakers sell out the Staples Center. And League of Legends World Championships was selling out the Staples Center. And people were winning millions of dollars. These pro teams that were winning championships would win millions of dollars playing League of Legends. So.
2: That's so weird to me. I, I don't. I, I can never get into it. I don't know. It's crazy that it's now e, that eSports is a thing. You know, I commend everyone that puts in time to do that. You know, I don't. I know it ruins your vision all right listen to me sounding like a grumpy old father (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) so but i don't know that's pretty cool um one of the other bits of content that they've continued to put out we talked about part one uh, either last week or the week before but these sporting recipes have you been kind of following along with the different recipes they've been putting out at all
2: yeah i saw another one they put out that had eight scoops of protein again i was like get out of town yeah
1: what is this uh... (laughs) Their post-workout recovery smoothie had eight scoops of whey protein. This is... Okay, so I don't understand because it's got... It's not enough liquid, Jimmy. One bottle of Body Armor. eight like 16 ounces. Eight scoops of protein. Four frozen bananas and two bags of berries. Is this a shake for like 27 people? Bro, that's like 1,300 calories. (laughs) I don't understand. And then it's like optional. Half a bottle of tart cherry juice and four to six scoops of maltodextrin powder. And I'm just like, this is so
2: much to consume you know what's bad i feel like someone's probably tried this and is like oh man i want to be like a sporting player they're so cool and then they're like why is it like you know dirt like why why is there no liquid yeah Yeah. it's just not enough why is my blender broken (laughs) one thing i do kind
1: of want to so okay the thing that i thought actually looked the best was it was in their week two they did sporting stuffed peppers and i love a that, good stuffed pepper yeah i know you're you're on the vegan life right now so uh you probably wouldn't use the ground beef but
2: no nah, but i got beef, beef or something crumble yeah
1: but you know lean ground beef uh, tomato sauce spanish rice onion bell peppers like man that's
2: that sounds it's good. easy dude pop off the top stuff them in bake them yeah. put some cheese on it if you want to that's good stuff the the gnocchi sounded good too um gnocchi's good I don't make no. my own Nokia. That sounds a little crazy. I just buy the prepackaged stuff.
1: But everything in it sounded so great. The one weird thing that I, I really want to try, although I'm not about to go buy all this stuff for it, but is the protein balls. And the reason I want to try it is because ev- a- after every game, you know, after the press conference, they let media go into the locker room. And you walk into the locker room and they always have a tray of protein shakes that the players are grabbing and, and drinking and they always have a tray of these protein balls that they can just grab and pop there to like get some instant calories and protein and whatnot sugars but yeah. they they always look so good and obviously i've never reached out and grabbed a protein ball and like popped it while i'm just in the locker room but they they look i probably could and no one would notice um <laughs>
2: what if you just followed one of their leads? Like you're getting a quote from Beazler. He grabs one. So you grab <laughs> yeah, just, one too. And he just looks at you like this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. I don't actually remember ever seeing anybody actually eat any of them. So like they might just throw them away. And at which case oh. I'm like, let me just take them. Those might um, be media balls. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. So I kind of want to try that, but
2: seems I don't know. easy too, man. It doesn't seem like it takes a, a rocket scientist to make those, you know?
1: yeah um, I don't and know. what do you mean you
2: don't need to go buy all the things don't you pretty much have all that stuff
1: well I mean it had like almond butter and flaxseed like things that like you don't normally just have like lying oh. around at least I don't no one has I'm that. not on that vegan life so <laughs>
2: vegan life <laughs> yeah. I, put, I use flaxseed every day it's beautiful yeah. for my hair and nails and my skin
1: um, yeah so I don't know but it, it's cool to see them just doing this sort of interesting type of content
2: Exactly. And I check it every day because there's something new. Like they're doing this series that on this day, Bob Gansler was head coach. You know what I mean? They're doing uh, new things every day. So keeps you interested, keeps you connected to the club. Um, They're showing throwback matches, which this Thursday, they're going to show the Manchester United and Kansas City Wizards match. There you go. I've never seen that one. Seems kind of neat. Kansas Mm -hmm. City won. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course they're only showing games that Kansas City won. Why would you yeah. show anything else? That's okay. Um
1: Yeah, it's been pretty cool. I mean they they even they linked to us for the first time on their hey. website. That's so. why we
2: probably got some new people that tuned in and probably turned us off after they <laughs> after they're like, Oh, these guys just watch TV <laughs> Well I mean what else are you gonna do right now? What so. else are you gonna do? Yeah. As well, soon I as sound like Jerry Seinfeld for a minute. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> Um, as soon as
1: sporting comes back and soccer comes back, we're, we're obviously reverting back to oh, yeah. sporting KC all the time. Uh, Balls
2: out, absolutely.
1: But, you know, hey, we're just doing what we can right now. But if you are new, welcome. Hopefully you stick around. <laughs> um, man, this is how desperate people are for content. On, you know, Peter Ramiz joins the Sporting KC show, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they asked him about Tiger King. Like, can you, I, yeah. I I could not imagine a scenario where I can ask Peter Peter Vermees about Tiger King and not have my head
2: instantly ripped off. Not but, without the pandemic, you can't. I mean, if you just right. ask that after a game, hey, uh, congratulations on the 3-1 victory. Have you seen Tiger King? <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on Joe
1: Exotic? Um, oh, my God. But, I mean, even Peter watched it. Like yeah. And he was like, you can't even dream it up as a script, which is true. But I just am like, man, we are to the point where we're asking Peter Ramiz <laughs> about Tiger King.
2: You saw he content. was on that town hall too, right? The, uh, we talked about the town hall last week. Yeah. That was kind of neat. It was about an hour. Um, yeah. really, I think it was just Nate kind of geeking out and talking about things he wanted to talk about. Cause about 40 minutes had gone by and he was like, and I swear we'll get to the questions. I promise. Yeah. And they're like rolling in. It's like, get to the questions, Nate. Quit being a geek getting one-on-one time with Peter.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It's pretty funny. I would
2: um, do. I'd be like, nah, I am gonna fuck about these questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I don't know. Um, clearly, they're just, they're looking for anything and everything they can cover. Sure. Um, so, I don't blame them.
2: Um, I'm, I'm enjoying the creativity of it. I mean, I never yeah. would have thought they would have, well, remember I, I talked about like they should post the recipes. Lo and mm-hmm. behold, people are listening to us because then they posted the recipes.
1: Apparently, yeah, people from the club might have been, oh, that's a good idea. If um, that
2: happened, I'm gonna sleep great tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Throw out a random idea right now that they should do, and we'll see if it happens. And we'll, we'll you know,
2: <laughs> I, I don't put me on a spot like that. I got yeah. nothing. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd Sports. love to. Hey, I'd love to see player technical tricks. All right, because we had Brennan. Okay. Remember, uh, remember Brennan on the pod yep. from uh, yep. from the youth, uh, from the academy, youth camps and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, he's on like the youth Instagram page. Doing like technical work and juggling and doing, you know, putting the ball on the back of his neck. And I'm like, why don't you play like that when you played with me? But <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, he's great. He's great. And I'm like, everyone can do that, Brennan. But I think uh, I, I'd love to see like a weekly series of a different sporting player doing some kind of weird technical trick. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe Alan Polito busts the window out in, in his living room <laughs> with a baseball ball. from a, so- from
1: a lawnmower. <laughs> too soon, bro. <laughs> too soon
2: <laughs> you know but i mean um, people just juggling in their apartment or whatever yeah. it'd, be, it'd be amazing
1: you know it'd be a nice little add-on to the sporting recipes thing is maybe pick one of the recipes every week and have a player make it at their home and film themselves and do like a little mini cooking show where it's like zeusie's making Noki in his and house
2: zeusie <laughs> does put in eight scoops of protein and you're like son of a bitch they're right right yeah
1: <laughs> so i mean I'd, I'd watch it i think it'd be pretty fun and obviously like they don't have to be pro cooks and it might turn out bad yeah. but like that's what's funny
2: absolutely dude it would uh i i i'm trying to think of some pun that i could play off of but i got nothing let's move on um
1: we do have a couple questions i want to get to here to round out the pod in a second but um, i want to hit on a couple of uh um a couple last bit of news items for sporting kc regarding um tickets and season ticket members um but, but speaking of season ticket members, I do want to just take a, a, a quick moment and just um, mention a lot of you probably saw this either on social media or on SportingKC.com. Uh, there was a woman named uh, Barb uh, Goble. Um, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. She was a longtime season ticket member of, of Sporting KC, um, went to a ton of games, always sat in the cauldron. Um, she was tragically killed in a cycling accident. Um, on, on Sunday, or she was in a cycling accident and was, was tra- tragically passed after was taken off of, uh, life it's support. Crazy, man. Um, but not in you know,
2: COVID bro, freaking no. biking.
1: But I, I just want to one send, you know, positive thoughts and vibes. And <laughs> if, if you're a praying person, then I, I guess you can do that too, obviously. Um, but you know, to, to her family, um, and her friends and everybody that, that knew her, um, I recognize her. I can't say I ever really? met her personally, but I, I had seen her at various events. Um, but I know she was an important person to a lot of people, maybe even well, she some must of our listeners.
2: That, she must have had that energy that put off something for you to even notice her. Mm-hmm. You
1: know? Yeah. I mean, she was just the, the type of person that loved Sporting KC and loved the club, which is why the club mentioned it, why the cauldron mentioned it. Um, you know, some of our listeners maybe have, have encountered her and met her along the way, and maybe she meant something to them so I, I just do yeah. want to acknowledge that and, and you know hopefully uh, she's at peace and uh, yeah so just wanted to
3: mention It's sad that.
2: bro we're just one big family you know it, it really does feel like that um, I don't know if something happened like that on any other team uh, any other team's fans if it would have that kind of uh, support and, and outreach you know so yeah. uh, being in the sporting family like that it just really feels feels good to be a part of
1: it does, yeah. There's something about sporting. There's something, I think, kind of about Kansas City in general, like as a city. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of a big city, but it has that small city feel in a way where, like, everybody still feels like that civic pride and that local pride and, and sort of, like, just kind of trying to be there for each other. Um, it's something
2: I missed a lot when I lived in Chicago. I was like, I am a... Small fish in a big pond here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, like, obviously, I grew up in in Los Angeles, and that's never something that I experienced in L.A. Like, obviously, people have their things, you know. It might be like, oh, we're Dodger fans or we're Laker fans. But, like, it was never, like, I'm proud to be from L.A. And uh, shout out to Splinter and or. Yep, there he is. Um, But uh, I don't know. I just there's something about Kansas city where I think we are really good as a community of, of just kind of coming together and and representing our city, but also just feeling close. So when, when something like a tragedy like this happens, it, it strikes a little close to home. So
2: Jesus, Jimmy, are we going to sing some Kumbaya (laughs) now? We are just, we are on one dude. Yeah, no, no Kumbaya. Um,
1: But, uh, I I did want to mention that before uh, we wrapped up. I also did want to mention, um, Sporting KC has apparently reached out to season ticket members now yeah. regarding canceled or suspended matches, and I think you probably called this a few weeks ago. Uh, well, I gave which them was, the idea. Yeah, I was going to say that's why they did it. Um, <laughs> it's your fault. Direct all of your complaints to at Dan Kuzer on uh, pass, Twitter. Pass, pass, pass. <laughs> um, but it sounds like they are not planning on giving refunds, at least right now. If the season's canceled, they'll just roll over the money to... 2021 season ticket packages. I'm sure
2: they will though. Like say, say you're going to say you had to move away at the end of the season and you weren't going to renew your tickets. I mean, I'm sure they will make exceptions. They have to, or you will hate them and blow them apart online on social media.
1: Yeah. I, I think uh, what I could, I don't know, obviously we don't work for the the contract. Right. And I don't know. And, and and we don't work for the, for the club. But all I, all I would say is what I would recommend is that if you are in a financial situation where, you could really use that money back like right now and you don't know if you're going to be able to to keep them for next year, call your season ticket rep and I'm sure hopefully they'll, they'll work with you in some way. Um, I'm not surprised they wouldn't want to just mass give refunds all right up front, but hopefully they'd be willing to work with you because I know a lot of companies are right now. So,
2: and I think a majority of people plan to renew their tickets anyway. So that's kind of their assumption, but if something happens, I mean, yeah, reach out to them. I'm sure they'll do something again yeah. and let's send the contract and right. it's like you get nothing <laughs> yeah so um, SeatGeek's just kind of holding everyone's money and tickets hostage right now that's all it is right
1: um, anywho uh, I want to get to uh, a couple of questions real quick before we wrap up the pod um, well, let's see here Mark Anthony not the singer maybe the singer I don't know um, asked us your thoughts on Ozark season 3 I have not watched Ozark, so...
2: I haven't either, man.
1: I know it's... I've heard it's really good. I've heard season three is great. Um, it's set in this
2: part of the country-ish. So... Uh, that I'll could add- be one of my next ones. I've been trying to yeah. breeze through HBO stuff, but yeah, I've heard good things.
1: I'm going to add it to my list. Um, it's one of those that I know is probably intense, and after I watched some intense shows, I was looking for a little bit lighter stuff. So obviously I went to uh, Harry Potter, which is about in, you know... <laughs> all-powerful evil being trying to destroy the world um there you go but anyway uh and then lastly what i want to get to brayden hyman asks it's outdated but has anyone ever figured out what the hell happened with johan the man posts about missing casey more than a white teenage girl posts about the pyramid scheme they joined first (laughs) of all i'm not sure you can join
2: i'm not (laughs) sure you can join a pyramid scheme unless you're well, okay, eighteen's technically a teenager. So, yeah. touche. I fail. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, they're probably lying about their age anyway because they need to get rich oh, quick man. now. Uh, mm. You know that is interesting. We never really got to the bottom of that, and it was really one of the it was one of the deepest no other pod mysteries. Man, it had like a whole background theme song to it, and we never we never got to the bottom of it. So, I'm a little upset that we we don't know.
1: Yeah, there. I mean. There were Should we rumors. just reach out to
2: him? You want to see if he comes on the show? I'll just start DMing him like crazy.
1: <laughs> I did DM him on Instagram one time, and uh I was never to get never able able to get an answer. Um but I don't know. So maybe DMing him on Instagram would be a, a good idea. I might have actually DM'd him on Instagram one
2: time. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um but I don't know. You can try it out, man. Try it out. All you can do is try. What's the worst they could say? Uh, no. Who are you? Yeah. And it's like, I, I just said that. I said I was Dan from Northern Pod. Would you like <laughs> to come on?
1: <laughs> I do know there were sort of rumors about, like, locker room discontent, which isn't necessarily mm. surprising. There were also... Walking around naked. <laughs> also, there was... I think it was an athletic article that talked about how, like, he he missed his family a lot. And there were some, like... Fan- like I, I don't want to, like, make things up, but... His mom might have died, um, either when he was younger or Shit. or she was sick. There there was some sort of family tragedy that like just made it difficult to be that far away from home. I think so. I think it was probably the the most obvious answer. Sometimes is the right answer, and it probably was just he didn't live up to the contract. He missed being mm-hmm. around his family.
2: Um, mm, that's not sexy enough. No, no, it's <laughs> some, it's something deeper, man. He punched Peter in the face. Yes, absolutely. He wouldn't stop. You know, nut tapping Vermees every time he walked past him. So <laughs> cup check. Yep. <laughs> no, no Alan, I told you I don't wear a cup. Why would I do that? Yeah, oh boy. Anyway, on on
1: that note, um, I think that's about all I got for uh, for the the good listeners this week. I didn't think we'd we'd get around to cup checking Peter Vermees, but
2: <laughs> there we are. So you got that visual though, right? Because if you did it, what if he didn't flinch at all and was just like. Just gonna kill you. <laughs> He's like, "That's right, yeah. iron penis. You're done." There you go. It's possible. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, the dude is, uh, dude's
1: all man. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you got anything else for our good listeners before we wrap it up for this week?
2: You know, not really, man. What's on your, uh, what's on your agenda? Then you're gonna go watch the Beastie Boys documentary because I told you to. Yeah, and. uh, You know, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, fun little thing I've been watching. Have you heard of that, Dark Side of the Ring? No, I haven't. Well, they've been taking they take dark stories from wrestling, so it's pretty much a documentary. Each week's a different story, Hmm. and they spend like forty five minutes talking about the assassination of Dino Bravo, uh, the death of Owen Hart, the truth between uh, you know Eddie Guerrero's overdose and uh, Chris Benoit's you know suicide murder thing pretty dark it's intense not a great way to end my tuesday evening i was gonna say i don't know if i'm gonna touch on that tonight but we'll see yeah you got like 19 harry potter movies to catch up on (laughs) i'm all caught
1: up on that now i don't know i do want to go back and rewatch lord of the rings now though because like i said you gotta read the books the harry potter books well i don't know we'll see that's a lot of work
2: oh dude so great way better you'll read the books and be like why didn't i do this first this is great maybe i'll do book on tape so, book on tape. What are you, 90? <laughs> you can't read. Read out loud. I love reading out loud. My wife lets me read to her. It's an enrichment tool, <laughs> it, it helps me learn. Yeah. And she gets a lot out of it, too. So, there you, go. you know, uh, maybe I'll
1: give it a shot. We'll see. But um, anyway, thank you guys so much for sticking with us and, and listening uh, to another week. A shout out to everyone who asked us a question and to everyone who left us a five star rating and review, including Lolo Bird Boy. So, um, <laughs> thank you so much for all that uh, make sure you follow us on twitter at nootherpod at dan kuzer and at jcmax03 where you can ask us questions or see our great tweets every week um, like us on facebook facebook.com slash nootherpod shoot us an email nootherpod at gmail.com and uh, yeah make sure you tell your family tell your friends come back and listen to us next week because we will be back here as always but until then he's Dan and I'm Jimmy and we'll catch you all later see ya Thank you, essential workers.
3: This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you.